and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt. I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about what's in a word. You know, it's the end of the year. Many people are doing their end of the year reflections, thinking about next year, planning. You know, I work with a a ton of business owners and entrepreneurs. So uh, that's a big thing that we talk about all the time. Uh, You know, everybody wants to do strategic planning sessions, goal setting, you know, things like that. And um, there's a a thing that has occurred over the years uh, where people pick a word for the year. Um, This word is supposed to kind of define what's going to happen for the rest of the year. Uh, Dear friend of mine the other day did his year and reflection and his word for this past year was curious. And so uh, I was curious to see when he was doing his report of the end of the year, kind of this is what happened in the year, you know, where did his curiosity show up? And it was really neat to see that his curiosity really fueled uh, a lot of the results that he's seen in his life. So I was like, oh, that was a great word for you, right? Um, sometimes people pick things like forgiveness, right? They really want to work on that. Um, other times people pick things like level up, right? Uh, you can pick any word. Uh, I personally am one to not pick a word necessarily. I think about th- maybe four years ago, I picked a word and it was focus. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was really focusing on all kinds of things, but that was the last year I picked a word. Uh, I've really been picking more of a feeling like, how do I want to feel at the end of this year? How do I want to really feel? Uh, and I'd spend some time really thinking about that and imagining my life, whether it be my physical space or my health, my energy level, uh, the people that I want to work with, uh, my relationships, right? And, you know, sometimes I might get a word, but most of the time it's really just a feeling, okay? But, you know, what is in a word? So I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a few words to you and just, Ask yourself, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say that word? Okay. God. Love. Money. Success. Health. Family. Fun. Science. What is in a word? So one thing I know, I, I, I run a, um, a membership group and we have people of various different um, diverse backgrounds. It's really cool to listen to them. Uh, even mentioning the word God, there are some people in, the, in the, the group who are very energized by that word. There are other people in the group who, you know, through their own experiences in life, they kind of cringe. And then there are others in the group who have no feelings one way or the other. So one word can cause all of those and various other different reactions. When I say money, I know that there are listeners who are thinking uh, everything from I'm in debt to uh, I'm living an abundant life. Okay. When I say health, what is your definition of health? That's going to be different for, for very, you know, anybody you ask. Family. What is family? And what, what does that mean? Right? So what's in a word? 
Well, you have your, your conditions and your programs. You have your self-image. So how, how you see yourself. If I say God or love or money, you see yourself in that. Um, your decisions, your traditions, your values, your way of being, who you are, who you choose to spend your time with, how you spend your money, where you live. In short, everything is in that word. Okay. It's not like you just open the dictionary and go, oh, this is what money means. The concept, okay, the construct, the story, if you will, behind that word really drives your behavior. Let me give you an example. Okay, let's let's stick with this God word, right? Is God about religion for you? It might be. And what does that mean to you? Is that a positive or a negative? Is God about spirituality? Is that a positive or a negative? Does God uh, exist? Yes or no? And is it positive or negative? Is God a combination of all of those things? And is it positive or negative? It is whatever you make it to be. And your version of that one word does not mean that the person sitting next to you has the same version. It's like the the dictionary is only the same for two people because they have the same words, but the definitions are all different. Another example, what does success mean? If you think success means making money, your behaviors are going to show that. Okay. If success is making a lot of money, you're probably going to go after, you know, entrepreneur endeavors, uh, maybe investing, uh, you know, you might have an attitude of, you know, winner takes all doesn't mean you have to, but your time, your energy, your money, your resources are going to go towards making money. If you think, um, you know, that, that success means having really great relationships, your time and efforts are going to go into your relationships. If you think success is continuously growing yourself in all areas of your life, I should be able to look at your calendar and your bank statement and see evidence of that. Do you attend conferences? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you buy books? Do you, you know, have a gym membership or, or at least go for walks or something, right? If you think that success is your family, then your life is going to show that. So your definition of the word success drives your whole life. What about health? If you think health is, is being skinny, right? Um, you know, it, it, I remember in high school in our health class studying anorexia and bulimia and seeing these girls, mostly girls, that were skin and bones. And they were saying that they were healthy when clearly they weren't, right? They were like, you know, their organs were shutting down. They had all of these issues, but because they were skinny, they said that they were healthy, On the flip side, if you um, believe that being skinny is healthy, you know, I've got several friends actually that I know from um, college that 
uh, are really great athletes. They played athletes in college and, and one of them actually trained for the Olympics. Uh, bigger people, but they were the healthiest people I'd ever met. But if your definition of healthy is skinny, you're going to look at those people and say that they're not healthy. If your definition of health is not having cancer, right? I think most people would probably say that, right? However, I have a, um, a, a dear friend I know from church who has cancer. And she says, Michelle, I've never been healthier. Sure, my body, but my mind, my spirit, my emotions, everything about me has never been healthier. Right. Um, I tend to put the, the definition of health for myself as uh, I have high energy. Right. And if I don't have high energy, I have to be cautious. There are times when your body just doesn't have that high energy. Right. And I used to think there was something wrong with me. And now I just realize that there's natural ups and downs like cycles. And so for me, it's not about you know, I, I'm healthy or not if I have high energy, but I look at it and say, okay, I'm in low energy. What could I do to bring myself back up to high energy? So it's, I might be in an intense state of healing, right? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I actually ended up with an ear infection. It was pretty severe. Uh, um, I actually burst my eardrum. So it was pretty severe. Uh, and I had to remind myself, I'm in an intense state of healing. I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. My body knows what to do. It's going to take care of itself. I did get help from the doctors. Okay. You know, cause I really felt like that's what I needed to do in the moment, but I really was trying to make sure that I wasn't putting a label of sick. Right. So what does health mean to you? Right. So going back to our original question, what's in a word? your life. Okay. Most of the words or concepts or stories that you have about your life occurred within the first seven years of your life before you became a conscious individual. Okay. Uh, you know, we have our conscious and our subconscious brain, uh, before the age of seven or eight, we are not, uh, that conscious part of our brain is not enacted. We are in theta brainwave, which is more like a hypnotic kind of almost asleep phase of thinking. Okay. But you have seven or eight years where you are exposed to all of these different concepts and words and definitions and taught, this is what the world means. And then you take that programming and you take it throughout the rest of your life. So any value you have, belief, attachment, preference, um, anything that's guiding you or that's kind of foundational, this is why I ask you to think about your thinking all the time. Most likely they started in those first seven years. Did you know that when you're doing a research project, uh, you know, like a, a PhD dissertation, uh, you ask a couple questions. Sure. You, you go and you collect some data. You've got some research that says, Hey, this is kind of important. Uh, and then you do your, your data analysis and say, this is what I found. This is what, you know, people should think about in the future. Well, as a part of that, you have to look at your assumptions, you have to look at, you know, this is what we're assuming is going to happen. This is like the boundaries uh, of my study. This is what is significant. And here are all of the definitions of these terms. So one of the things that I found with my, uh, with my dissertation is 
I had to accept a lesser definition of coaching in my own mind uh, based on what I found in the research. But I'm going to use that as a, a door to have more conversations with people in the future about what coaching really can be. Uh, and so you have to put these definitions into place and say, this is what I'm really talking about so that people can come through and go, oh, okay, I got that. You think we ever do that in a conversation with people? <laughs> you could be having a conversation with somebody on social media and have two very different definitions of the words that you're using and feel like you're, you're talking in two completely different languages because you are. So what's in a word? Uh, this is why I tend less picking a word for the year and more picking a feeling or an image and what I want from that. At least if you pick a word, take the time to stop and think about what does that word really mean to you? Okay. Really flesh it out. Give it a life. If it was a character in a story, you know, if you're looking at you know, the next year and what, what goals do you want to um, think about? Like health, wealth, finance, family, fun, right? Ask yourself, what do each one of those words mean? What do you really want? Okay. So don't just go pick a word and think, oh, this is what it means. Really think about that. Okay. And I would highly encourage you, and I'll be honest, this probably could be a whole nother course in the future, but never take it for granted when you're having a conversation, especially a really crucial or significant conversation with someone. One of the best that tools that you could do to, to really gain an understanding of what that person is talking about is to ask them to tell you what they mean, right? If they say, you know, something like, you, you don't listen to me. Don't, don't try to argue with them because you might feel like you're listening. Ask them to clarify. Tell me more about that. What does that mean to you? And they'll tell you exactly what you're not doing. So here you think you're listening, but they're going to tell you more about how you could do it better. Another idea is um, helping and supporting. Uh, I had this conversation the other day with one of my children. Uh, they didn't feel like their dad was really helping or supporting them. And me watching kind of the scenario, I can see that he is in his own way, but that doesn't feel like help and support to that child. And so if the two of them could come together and say, what does help and support truly mean when we're together, then they'll, they'll have a better connection. Okay. So never take for granted that you're all speaking the same language just because you're speaking English or French or Spanish. There's a, a hidden definition under all the words that we're using. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.